BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. In Jeff Lewis's world, there's never a dull moment. I was traumatized. I kept thinking Vegas strippers, Doug's massage, <laughs> excessive drinking, drug use, unprotected yes. sex. Like it's all like yeah. flashing in front of me. I don't know why you're being such a bitch about it. Because I have a UTI and I'm in pain. And if you don't learn frustration tolerance when you're a toddler, you're going to be a very unhappy adult in therapy the rest of your life. You're looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Lewis has issues. Good morning. I'm here with Carney Wilson, Megan Weaver, and Shane Douglas. Good morning, Carney. Good morning. I don't know why it's taken so long to get you on this show. I know. You know what? I I will tell you. Um, I we pretty much uh cast this show ourselves because yeah. no one at Sirius XM helps us. Uh, uh. You do. I know, Alyssa. You, but I know. Okay. Anyway, so I had saw I saw that you made a comment on my Instagram. Yes. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to reach out to her. So well, I was so happy when you did. It was it was it was really shocking and surprising that you were even on my Instagram and you had made a comment. I was like, I'm going to reach out to her so she'll come on the show. Here you are. Love it. So happy. But we did meet at Kyle Richards' house. Remember? Yes, Briefly, we did. Briefly, we did. Well, I want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I asked you. I didn't know if it was common for you. So you are part of the band Wilson Phillips. I yes. mean, for those of you that live under a rock and right. don't know this, <laughs> right, right. Very, very successful group. I believe you started at what was it the in the eighties? The end of the eighties? Was it like eighty six, eighty nine? That's when we we formed the band. Formed the band. But nineteen. Everyone thinks we're the eighties band, but we're not. Nineties band. Ninety is when Hold On first came. Our first single came out. Yeah. And that album, I believe, sold twelve million copies. Yes. Whoa. Um, it, it was wildly successful. Yeah, it was. And then you had, what is it, was it three number one hits and then another like yeah. five top 20? Yep. And I mean, you guys had a really, really good run. Was it, Would you say it was 10 years? Well, no, it was quick because the band, you know. Disbanded. Disbanded. I hate hearing that. It makes me sad. But we're together again, so that's good. But yeah, we we disbanded. Um, Why would you disband when you are so successful? Good question. I asked I asked myself that for a long time, but it wasn't my decision. And you know, you got three members, and everybody has their own path. And yes, it was a lot of a lot of hard work compacted into those years. And so, um, China just wanted a, a break and wanted to do some solo material. And we had to say, you know what, we're sad this is crazy we're like we're on top right now why would we do that and she just said i have to do this and we had to honor that yeah so i just looked at this so three number one singles and six top 20 hits mm -hmm. 12 million copies your first album i know so when did the second album come out i was the only one that believed we were going to sell that though by the way oh really when we were in the studio we were working with glenn ballard who you know who produced Atlantic huge morris yeah. huge producer like our fourth member we wrote our songs with him and i kept saying to everybody we're going to sell 10 million records and they go, you're crazy. And I said, no, you watch. You watch it happen. No, you guys are um, 
I was I, I witnessed I was able to um, go to one of your performances because I was at Kyle Richards yeah. and I had never seen you in you know perform in person. You guys are great in person, Thank beautiful you. voices, Thank all you. three of you, and together. So, did you ever do a lot of touring then? We did a lot of promotional touring, and we did do a little tour with um, Richard Marks, actually. Mm-hmm. And then um, we went straight into the second album, which was con- which our record company guy told us that we it was a failure because we'd only sold three million. And today, I would give anything to sell three million records. You yeah. know what I mean? Like what? So a chain? You know, I mean, oh, it's I would do anything. <laughs> come on, right? <laughs> what year did the second album come out? Uh, 92. 92. Yeah. And so then that's when the group disbanded, and that's when I reunited with my dad through music in 1993. I took a year off to basically cry, and then- You had to mourn it, right? And then, yeah, and then, yeah, I did. I I did have to. But I knew knew there was a little place of hope inside of me that we would get back together one day. Mm -hmm. And, And for like 14 years straight, every year, I would call Wendy in China, okay, you ready? Are you ready to get back together? No, no, no. <clears throat> Finally, um, <laughs> China was pregnant with her firstborn, and she gave birth, and she called from the hospital when she, the day she gave birth. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that went down. It's so wacky, but it's like, that's China, you know? I'm like you. I would ride it till the wheels fall off. Oh yeah. Till they, what I would, you know, basically until they asked me to leave and just, just disappear. I, I understand that. I love to work. I loved the music, and um, it just feeds part of your soul. You know, it really does, and it's a symbiotic thing. You know, like, like when you do a concert, you're you're pouring your love and your energy and your voice and the music to the audience, and they're giving it back to you. Other than that, like one man in the front row who's like, you know, got a suit on, who's on his phone, and his arms are crossed. That's when I confront him during the show. I well, go, that- hey. That was not at Kyle Richards, and I will tell you what happened <laughs> yeah. was, I knew that you were popular, but I didn't realize you were a gay icon. I mean, those gays <laughs> oh, rushed that stage. Ugh. They were they were front and center. I know. And then, so it was the gays, and then it was the housewives right. and women, and then there was a little bit of space, and then there was the bar with all the straight guys. Right. So yeah. I was somewhere in the middle. I was behind the women, but right. not quite at the bar. Like, I didn't really know where to fit in. Because right. I wasn't going to be one of the gays that rushed the stage. the front. But I was happy to be there, and I thought you guys yeah. were great in person. Thank you. Well, after the show, you know, Chris Jenner was there, and it was so funny, because I, ha- I had made... It was- kind of a long story i made some desserts to go on i I went on the kardashian show for this like um garage sale you know whatever and i made like 400 pieces of dessert for them and they all freaked out for the dessert but um so i met chris briefly but i saw her that night yes and she was in the audience and she came up to me after and she was like i love what you do and i love what you give back you know like like your energy and so i thought it was really sweet that she said that mm-hmm. you know what i mean and she loved the music and everything they were everybody was dancing it was it was a it was a beautiful night it's very nostalgic it i is. think mm-hmm. for people my oh, age of course. yeah of course my age yeah brings now, you back how many songs did you do that night at kyle's like six or seven. Oh, that's yeah. fun yeah it was fun it was and a we, good time and we do our parents music too because we did an album called dedicated so we did cal i think we did california dreaming oh and god, yes. and god only it. knows god only knows i have on my arm my tattoo on my arm my favorite song I've ever written god only so your dad is Brian Wilson. He co-founded the uh, the Beach Boys, yeah. and he's stu- still touring today. Yeah, with your husband. Yes, who is his what lead guitar player? He is. He's well. He's probably had probably has three guitar players, but yeah, he sings. He plays guitar. My dad wanted him in the band. Oh, yeah. His guitar player passed away suddenly, and I think he, basically his last meal was my matzo ball soup, which made me feel well, very there you happy. Go. <laughs> 
God bless. Oh, Nikki was God, the greatest. God, I hope that's not what killed him. <laughs> <laughs> no way. You're so funny. Did they do an autopsy? <laughs> it was so good. He said it was the best soup he ever tasted. Aww. And he died like like a week later, two weeks later. But anyway, so yeah, dad's still touring. And Are you happy to have a little bit of break from your husband? Or no, do you miss him? Oh, I miss him a lot. Really? Yeah. We're, we're really nice to each other for like two days, and then we start bickering. It starts right away. What do you bicker about? Oh, stupid shit. Like what? Oh, God. Like his snoring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, my micromanaging. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just dumb stuff. But it, we've learned how to fight. It's 22 years being married. Couples therapy? Yeah, we had therapy at seven years. We thought we were going to be divorced at seven years. That's the point. Yeah, that is kind mm-hmm. of that. It's a, that's that a was the point where is you have like, to get through it yeah. or, or not. Or not. Yeah. I, I also four and a half months. That's a real. That's time also time. another. That's the point. Yeah, that's, that's the another point. benchmark. Yeah, right. Right. Oh four God. And a half. Well, I spent like two years being like really jealous, very insecure, and then finally I said, "He loves me." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I, I, I couldn't believe that he would really love me. And um, how'd and you meet? We met at a concert that I was doing with one of the Beach Boys that I tour with now, Al Jardine, and Rob was there with a with an author, and uh, we met backstage, and he was he had the prettiest smile. He was gorgeous, and he said, "I used to watch your talk show, and I really enjoyed watching you." Oh. And I was like, "Oh, who is this guy? He's so cute. Not very tall, but fuck, is he handsome?" And then we, <laughs> and then we had dinner. Everybody like, like as a group. And then I went home, and I saw him this like, you know, the old message boards. This is before like you know real social media stuff. <clears throat> and um, I saw two carny from Rob Bonfilio, and I'm like, Bonfilio, like Rob. Wait, that sounds familiar. It was that guy I met, and um. He said, it was so great to meet you, and you smelled so good, and I loved your butterfly clips. And, I'm, and I, just, I just responded, are you single? That was it. <laughs> that was it. That was it. So we had this like long distance, you know, long distance thing for maybe a year or two. Mm-hmm. We were married a, a, almost like a year and a half later. And you have two children. Yes, Lola and Lucy. 17 and 13? Yep. Okay, so seven-year-old's driving now? Oh, yeah. Good driver? Great driver. Okay. Yeah. Megan has a 16-year-old, not a great driver. No, no. not the best. <laughs> Why? She like bumps things and stuff and you She has. She's been in two accidents. Oh god, okay. 6 months and she's had her license. Yeah. Okay, okay. But and, and you did all the additional training and everything. Like, I did. I did special BMW performance training out in the desert. Wait, I did no, like, no, like people serious? do. Yeah, yeah you I have did. To. Oh, oh, sure. Take your And then I did car. extra driving <laughs> lessons. <laughs> I tried, Carney. I tried. Is no, she but on I will the tell you, phone. No, I'll is tell you this. No, she has gotten much, much better. Okay, it was okay. just lack of experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. so she's much better now. Well, I'm I'm a pretty good driver, and Lola's a great driver. So I, I of course, you worry, but she's she loves to drive. Mm-hmm. So you bought her a car, or does she use your car? I said to her, if you get straight A's all through high school, mm-hmm. if you get straight A's, I will buy you a car. And oh. I, I leased her a new Audi because. She nice. Kept what her, color? It's white with black interior. It's pretty Ooh. special. Did so you the black rims too? Uh, uh, she got no. They're they're chrome. Okay. Chrome, you know, b- but bigger. Yeah. You know, I, I love cars, so I can get into Me it. Too. All. Me oh, too. Oh, love, love. But she she loves cars. She she knows every car on the road. She points to a car. Mom, that's a Mazda. Mom, that's a Honda. Mom, that's a Mercedes. But I said, yeah. If you're, I said, you guys are so spoiled. But if you ever act like a spoiled brat, that's it. Mm. They are. See, such, that's where I'm at. Yeah. You have to lay in spoiled not a and act spoiled. You yeah. got to start right now. Oh, she's wow. been calling me all weekend, Carney. She's been calling me Jeff. And I said, stop no. with the Jeff. No, Jeff. I'm Daddy Jeff. Absolutely. 
Stop. And but it's better than this guy because she was doing this guy for a while. <laughs> no, that's not true. This no, guy. swear to God, yeah, this guy. I witnessed it. This guy. No, yeah, this guy. But now we're to now we're Jeff, and I'm in the pool, and Jeez. I get embarrassed in front of other parents, and I said, sure. I said, hey, you got to call me daddy. Yeah. Seriously, you're embarrassing me. You're, yeah. gonna, you're making me look bad. So, um, you need to take like ten minutes twice a week, crawl into bed with her, put put her in your arms, and just say, I just want to lay with you. I do do that. Okay. I do that. I read okay. to her every night that she's with me. Good. She gets in the chair. We do like cuddles and the whole thing. Okay. But um, that's the other thing, though. She does hold me hostage uh, at bedtime. I don't know if you did this with your kids, where it's like, Daddy, I want water. Daddy, I want this. Yes, Daddy, I want another hug. This. I want another kiss. Oh, I want yeah. this. I want to straighten my blanket. Blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on and on. It drives me a little nuts. Because they don't want to go to sleep. Right. Right. And then the other thing, too, is is that Saturday night, so we were in Newport for the weekend. Yeah. So we rolled in and like the Beverly Hillbillies. So we were staying at the um, the Pelican Resort, which is really nice, nice. and like upscale. Yeah. And then we roll in with all our big inflatable, you know, animals. Like we had the orca, the eight foot orca that I had to put out the sunroof of the car. Mm-hmm. Then we had the shark. And so I knew that they were going to ask me to remove them from the pool because it's it's just really like a beautiful, tranquil environment. And you brought a zoo with you, an I inflatable did. zoo. I did. I right. did not bring the squirt gun. Someone else brought them. But I am going to get them for oh, next we time. found them. So I already had everything rehearsed, what I was going to do. So yeah. Shane was in the pool playing. So he's 25, but he was playing with all the little kids. So I was waiting My for sister. them. It's nice. I was waiting for them to come over and say something. And I already had it all rehearsed. Yeah. And I was going to say that my, and this is probably would make me go to hell, but I was going to say, because um, I was waiting for them, Mr. Lewis, um, I think you're going to have to remove the inflatables. I'm going to say, look, my son is autistic. Oh, that's Jeff. not true. That's not true. I was going to say, my son is autistic. He's been looking forward to the floaties. You're on all the highway. Week. You're on the highway right uh, now. Right. And you're I was going to say, hell. is there yes. any way that we could get an exception from the manager? I was ready to go there. That is the worst. And so if you look at him, backup, that was your but if you looked plan. at him, in that, you saw the picture of him in the inflatable. Right. There would have been no question. <laughs> no question. Because it was so like, He's right. 25 right. inside a shark inflatable. Oh, God. I'm a good brother. So I told him, though, I said, if they come around, I'm like, take off those sunglasses, put on goggles. You would have done it. <laughs> oh, for sure. Because oh, I bought right. goggles at Pavilions. No, you so, didn't. Yes, I did. Yeah. So I said, I said, if you see him coming around, if you see him talking to me, put on the goggles, take off the sunglasses, because then he would look even more, you, you know are, what I mean? Yeah. You are so funny. So, but fortunately, oh, we, I gave, I did give the guy like a hundred bucks, Carrie. Mm-hmm. So Carrie did not say a word. Shout out Carrie. Yeah. Love Carrie. But I was, slip. I was waiting yeah. for the manager that to come over. That is too much. I get Jessica it. didn't say anything either because we gave her a big tip. Right. So I think that's really the, what we have to do. If you give people cash, they let right. you do what you want. That's what that's we're learning. That's, that's what right, we've learned. Right, that's right. the lesson I'm trying to teach dumb my daughter. Dumber. <laughs> that's where Dumb and Dumber is like, you get 100, you get 100, you know, when he's going to <laughs> That's Jeff that's at the so pool. Funny. Dumb and Dumber. Oh my Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> but I did get all those kids riled up. Yeah, we you were, started a We were situation. ramming the I bet. the whale against the shark and the shark against the oh, whale. God. We were running over people. We were squirting people. And I got all those kids riled up. You started like literally a like, war. A, yeah, all these kids fighting each other. And then and then, <laughs> and then Jeff I left, was like, but I left the pool. I'm gonna go lay <laughs> down. And then I was like, I'm not I'm not playing with kids were with crying. 10 children. No. Well, because they got squirt in the eye with a squirt oh, gun. God. That little Kenna was you, her name? Yeah, she you was screw- a this girl was so sweet, and then Jeff hands her a squirt gun and she started I'm like, get like, him, ruthlessly spring no. and her mom kept coming over like Kenna, not in the <laughs> face. Kenna. Okay, mean mean children freak me out. I'm just saying that. Well, then there was those little kids from Saudi Arabia that spoke like three languages. Yeah. They were in it to win it. That's intense. Yeah. They were in it to win it. Yeah. I couldn't understand. Mm -mm. I was like, French? (laughs) 
That's scary. Yeah, but we had a really good time. That's good. I think they're going to let us back. You wanted to have fun. <laughs> yeah, we did. We had a really good time. The best time. So we were listening to Pitbull Globalization <laughs> on SiriusXM. I love it all it's weekend. It's our favorite station. Channel, what is that? Ch- channel 13. Ooh. Oh, it's it's a good time. All these remixes. Oh. We listened to it on the way down because we went to islands. We stopped at islands. Oh, yeah. Mm. I love islands. We went to the islands in Newport Beach. And because we've mentioned it. The fries. Uh, the, we not, d- the fries. The, the onion the rings. God the goddamn cheddar fries. fries. I did the shore, I did the shorebird. And yeah, then I did yeah. the fries and yes, dipped it yes. in the ranch. Like it was love. not. They the best ranch dressing. And they got a great chicken salad. They bought, they bought me lunch. They did? Those Melissa, oh, the regional nice. manager, came over and she said, thanks for talking about islands on your radio show. I said, no, no problem. My kids love, we love those fries. God, I love islands. God. Oh, God, I, it's good. I wanted to go on the way home on the on Sunday, but we were running <laughs> sure late did. to You're drop You're a little off obsessed Monroe. with islands. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Well, there's was... a vibe and it's delish. So It's fun. Uh, I had to get Monroe home because... Uh, uh, I'm supposed to return her at noon uh-huh. on Sundays uh-huh. to Daddy Gage. And Daddy Gage was already not happy with me. Yeah. Why? Um, Why? Because I had posted an Insta story of Monroe and I. Mm. So, and m- he already asked that I not post her on Instagram. Okay. But my compromise is to just do a story because it then it, it disappears, it right? disappears in 24 But my question hours. is why? Does he not want you to post? I, he's trying to protect her privacy. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. That would make sense if she okay. wasn't on two seasons of Flipping Out, Born on TV, and then also- All over his Instagram. All over his Instagram. Welcome to my years. life. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so let's just see how this went down. What happened? Um, Jeff, I made it clear. I do not want photos of Monroe posted on Instagram. It's a violation of her privacy. There's nothing to gain in showing our daughter to 800,000. Oh, our, by the way, is capitalized. Let's make that clear. Uh, And showing our daughter to 800,000 people in a swimsuit, nonetheless, you're acting in complete disregard to my wishes, and it is incredibly disrespectful. Hmm. So sometimes I just ignore it. Yeah. But, and I wasn't, I mean, I was completely sober. I'm on eight, we'll talk about it. I'm on my eighth day of sobriety. Yes. But I wrote, it's not a post, it's a story. It will expire tomorrow. That is the compromise. I will post pics occasionally of my family. Monroe's my daughter, too. I will also have a say in this. You will not make unilateral decisions. I'm on her behalf. That's fair. I mean, it's fair. I see both points, but I think that's fair. I mean, me too. Yeah, that's a fair response. It was, it was honest. And when I dropped her off, he was fr- he was friendly, so yeah, that good. was good. good. That makes sense. You're okay. not doing it every day. Does he try to like 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 just prove his point a lot and just like he's trying to control me after the breakup, which was three years ago. Mm-hmm. So oh. I feel like it's a little bit of a little bit controlling. It's hard. Although, yeah, I don't really want to stir things up because we have You've been, been getting along. We yeah. have been getting along, right? And there's a child in this, but there is. Uh, he's going to be taking her to uh, Italy for a week, oh. and I've been waiting for all the details. So that's the next. That's the next thing I had to send. Is he going to post when they're in Italy? No. Um, no. Or he'll put like a little. No, no, he won't face. post in Italy. But you know, if you're taking my daughter, our I'm sorry, our daughter capitalized. Oh, mm-hmm. If you're taking um, our daughter yeah. to Italy, then you do need to provide all the information mm-hmm. of where you're going to be and the itinerary. Of course, and- you better. So I said, also to reiterate our conversation today, I do not feel comfortable with you taking Monroe out of the country in the middle of a pandemic. I will need oh, a complete yeah. itinerary with your hotel, flight, info, et cetera. Uh, I w- and then I said, I would also like your travel companion's contact info in case you can cannot be reached. Um, so that's, then, not, that's good. Said that's, I'm, I mean, yeah. said I'm more than happy to share the details as required. I said, great, send them now. I'm requesting them. So, <laughs> and I got oh. them the next morning. Oh, good. There you go. Now okay. I feel comfortable. That's fine. Got everything. Feel comfortable. It's fair. 
Now we're, go- yeah. we're, go- we're going to New York on Sunday. Perfect. We're going to do the uh, uh, switch off on yep. Wednesday. He's flying to New York, and then he takes her on to Italy. Okay, good. Great. Good. So that's, I think that's a win. I want to go to Italy. So do I. Oh. Should we all go so also lucky. on the same flight? Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Lewis Live. My fantasy <laughs> appearance, Bonjour, no. my fantasy <laughs> is Rome. the kids go to college, and I, and I grab my 5,000 cases of wine, and I am on a hilltop in Tuscany, and I'm absolutely shit-based drunk. Mm. Okay, but you well, have been sober. sober for how long? Almost 19 years. Wow. wow. No, although, no, I didn't break my sobriety, but I went to a party one time with the cast of The Talk, and I took a sip of Sarah's drink yeah, by doesn't mistake. Count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. I took a sip by mistake, and but you don't understand what happened. I took the sip, and I went, oh, my God, Sarah, Sarah, I, I just took a sip of your drink, and it's alcohol. She goes, what? Got to start all over with and, sobriety. And so I went, oh, no. And then, and I've like, you know, calmed down. And I thought it wasn't intentional. Yeah. It was, I had a soda with lime. She had like a gin, whatever with, with lime. And I was, I swear to God, on my grandmother's grave, it was a mistake. Yeah. And I got myself together and I'm like, all right, five fucking minutes later, Sharon's drink, I sipped by mistake. <laughs> oh, no. That is a true story. I don't think it's an accident. I swear, it was, I swear. Um, twice. Swear. Within five minutes? Swear. Literally three minutes She loved minutes the later. taste of the first one and then yeah. she went to Sharon's, Sharon's drink. So I called my sponsor and I said, Bonnie, I just, you're not going to believe this. And I, I said, I have to go. I was so upset. Yeah. Aww. I had to leave. and Just for two sips. Yeah, but it was just, you know, it's a mind, it's a mind. Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, I'm like, three, okay. you know. Well, we were by the pool and Krista ordered a Bloody Mary. And I love those Bloody Marys that Pelican love makes. Bloody Mary. So I said, can I have one sip? So I had one sip, but I didn't have to call my sponsor. And I, I didn't feel guilty. <laughs> it was just. That was, that's Dr. What's his name? Who put you on the antibiotics? Oh. Uh, uh, Josephson? Josephson. H- Hooman. Dr. Hooman. Oh, Dr. Hooman. Justin. You didn't have to call Dr. Hooman. I didn't have to call a Dr. Hooman. Yeah. So I did have a sip. Yeah. And then also when I went to sushi, um, <laughs> there was a little, just like a little sake, so oh, I just had a God. sip. Oh, so I've had two sips, big deal. I'm sober. That's okay. I yeah. used to love sake. Yeah. So oh. just one little sip. Oh, God. I, I'm such an alcoholic. I used to get so drunk. But you know what? Here's the thing. Like, I was talking to Megan about this. I'm so used to taking Ubers at night yeah. because I go to a restaurant and I'll have a, even if I have one cocktail, I don't want to drive. Right. Um, so I didn't realize, like, I've been driving my car at night and I noticed all the light, like the interior lights. And I said to you, I'm like, oh, pretty. Look at those lights back there <laughs> in the back seat. I'm like, I've never night. driven this car at night. Lights. I didn't know that light strip goes all the way around the whole yes. car. And you can change LED, the, color, the colors you can change. Didn't know. know that. Yeah. All because I'm sober and driving at night. It's like a little disco. And I said to Krista, <laughs> I, it is like a disco. It and is. I said to Krista, I said, you know, what I love about not drinking is that I can um, speed. First of all, I don't have to take back roads. And I can speed. Yeah. And I said, I'm that, reframing. What's the worst that's going to happen? And Krista's like, True. I'd rather drink. <laughs> <laughs> not very supportive. Oh, no. God. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, plus the stuff you don't, like gas. Save on gas while you drive the kids to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever else you want to go. Plus, take some guilt-free time on the couch because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. It's perfect for ordering new remote batteries, plus more coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you, plus snacks for your movie night. Plus, save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more. Because savings is what the whole Walmart Plus membership is all about. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are back with Carney Wilson, Megan Weaver, and Shane Douglas. I wanted to talk to you about this because you've been sober for 19 years. Last night, I was by myself. It was yeah. just, just I had got back from Newport, and I was just relaxing. I thought, oh, I'm going to go in the pool, the jacuzzi, whatever. I'm used to, at that point, making a cocktail and sitting in the jacuzzi with a cocktail. Of course. So I think for me, it's very routine. So I went ahead and made a virgin Bloody Mary. I went through all of it. I did the two different mixes, and I did the celery and the salt and the yes. olives. And it was the ceremony, really, without the alcohol. I did not miss the alcohol at all. Uh You know what I'm saying? Of course. And then also over the weekend, on Friday night when we were at dinner, it was the only time in eight days where I was like, oh, I would love a martini. Because it it came out in this gorgeous, we were at Pelican Grill, it came out in this gorgeous glass, Uh, blue cheese olives. And I was like, hmm. I'd really love a martini right now. But that was the only time in eight days. Like, as long as I have something in my hand, like a Coke, a water, an iced tea, I'm good. Of course. It's like, it's me, it's nervous energy. Yes, me too. It's like anxiety and nervous energy, and I have to do something. That's why I started baking. That's, I mean, it's either like, you know, I, I turn to food or I, you know, go use my vibrator, whatever the fuck it is. Whatever distracts me and, and releases something. Yes. I need to get something out. And I don't, I don't, it's always been that way. Yeah. But I'm, I was born an addict. And that's just it. I want everything twice yesterday. That's, that's the way it's always been. But I don't, but what I realize is that I don't need alcohol to have fun because I wake up and I'm a positive person. Like I, my mother taught me to see the good in life. And, I, and I've learned to appreciate things more when I'm sober now. My last drunk was at Neiman Marcus at the top of the, you know, in Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. that famous lobster sandwich. 
<clears throat> apparently I bought everybody a drink because I got a $1,000 bill. <laughs> I don't remember driving home. And it was my last drunk. And apparently I humped, I humped the cone on the ground when I got out. Of, oh, yeah. It, was, it wasn't good. <laughs> wasn't good. Yeah. And, so and that was your rock bottom. That was my, my when rock bottom. When you humped the cone, you said, you know. This isn't a good look. No. Yeah. Well, because my hernia popped out, and then somebody had to come and push it back in on the street. <laughs> so it was so ridiculous. Right. You know? I mean, it, to that point, and but thank God, thank God. I didn't hurt anyone, yes. yeah. you know, or get arrested or whatever. It's very, very difficult how it just consumes me and it's all I think about. And so now I, I have children. I got sober and I got pregnant two weeks later. It was such a blessing. Mm-hmm. It was a blessing. And, you know, I, I heard that voice. I mean, I had a weird spiritual thing happen that kind of like shook me up and got me into shit. Like, you need to get sober. Wait, what but happened? I, well, it's a whole other topic. But I had a, a ghost or spirit yes. yank the covers off my legs. Mm-hmm. And when I woke up, it was frightening. But I, I was thinking about why, what, what? And it was like, and it took a medium to come in and talk to me about it. But it was like, it was a ghost and a spirit saying, get your shit together. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was at that point. My husband was making a record up in Weed, California. Literally Weed, California. Don't even know where that is. You don't want to know. It's, it's like a little town... Like at the top of California, right before, you know, it's right about Mount Shasta. Very spiritual, beautiful place. Okay. So anyway, the ghost, the spirit grabbed my legs and it was a haunted place. And I did a whole thing on, on TV actually about this, this haunted place. But yeah, I mean, it was like a message and I was getting a massage <clears throat> one day, <clears throat> excuse me. And it was like, um, the messages kept coming. You, you got it. You got it. You got to get sober. You got to get sober because you're going to die. I actually wanted to drive off Coldwater Canyon off the cliff. I didn't know how to stop drinking. I didn't. And so did you, did you start AA? I did. And then you met Bonnie. It's anonymous. Your sponsor. My sponsor, Bonnie. It's, it's Shout supposed out, to, Bonnie. It's supposed to be anonymous, right? Oh, and, sorry, Bonnie. But I, I oh. don't, here's my thing. I, I, I don't know why it's anonymous. Isn't that funny? I feel like people shouldn't be ashamed to, to be sober or ashamed to admit they have a problem. The most courageous people are the people that are vulnerable. That's my opinion. The most courageous you can be is when you admit that you're vulnerable. Did you notice that other people were talking about your drinking before you decided to get sober? Did anyone mention anything to you? Yeah, I did. Um, I host, I emceed a, a benefit for my late uncle Carl, Beach Boy Carl. I walked down that red carpet really drunk. I was like size eight or size six, blonde hair, you know, my boobs. I had the, I was so like excited to be slender and, and like what I thought was really hot, you know? And I just, that was when I started drinking. And I remember being in the elevator at Shutters at the beach. And apparently I told Sean Penn that I wanted to have sex with him. Well, who wouldn't? Sure. <laughs> we don't fault and you for that. No. I mean, right. I mean so, it's totally reasonable. But it's what, what was the toxic, horrible thing you did then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was like one thing after the other. And then, but I, no, but nobody really came to me and said anything. <clears throat> I kept going to everybody, do you think I'm an alcoholic? Mm. Do you think I'm an alcoholic? Because I knew in my heart. That I couldn't stop drinking. I always loved pot. Oh, my God. I would, I, I mean, you know, I still dream about joints. I oh, you gave that up, too? Everything. You gave up everything. Everything. And, oh, God, I miss, miss my bongs, my, my weed, mm-hmm. you know. But it's all the same thing. It's just kind of like numbing out. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. numbing out and, and calming down. So now I've learned other ways to calm down. There's not many. Right. And I really right. don't calm mm-hmm. down. But I... I'm okay for a little while. And I'm like, okay, just for today, I'm not going to pick up a drink. And if I can divert my 
my stuff. See, I start sweating when I talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sweating in my pits because it's it's that intense for me. My goal is not to give up entirely alcohol. I'd like to really make a major cutback. And if I can't do that, then I have to give it Same. up. So that is when you know if you're an alcoholic or not. I would love to drink like mm-hmm. a normal Moderately. Person. I would love to yeah. even two glasses of wine a day. But something happens to me the minute I put alcohol in my system. Your body needs it. It needs more. It needs more. Yeah. It's never enough. And then I don't know what's going to happen. It's insidious. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it creeps up and you're like, and I don't know why. But it's like the minute I went, okay, I'm born this way. I'm probably not going to change. Just for today, I'm not going to drink. And sometimes I, I'm on the airplane by myself, you know, going for a business trip or something. There's Bloody Marys. And there's Bloody I'm Marys. Such a, I know. I, I know. I, I just had a virgin one the other day. Uh, we went, I took my daughter Lucy to Joffrey's. I said, we're going to go have dinner on the water. Just me and her. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't go to Ma- Mastro's. It's horrible there. Mastro's yeah. Malibu. Joffrey's so Bad. much better. So Can't much bring better your dog. Joffrey's. They'll put you on the patio. Oh, Third row back. I heard. Oh, God, that's terrible. And for the, the price, it's not cheap. Mm-mm. So anyway, we ordered. she ordered a little pina colada, you know, strawberry thing, and I ordered a nice, spicy, Bloody Mary virgin. Yeah. You know, and, she's, and I said, virgin, virgin. I said, make sure, you know, make sure. But yeah, it's like it's just part of the, rom- the, the, the romantic part of it, the taste. Yeah. You know. And that first buzz, that first warm feeling in your throat, and then, but then it's like, then I just want to hump everyone. Then I want to. I think I'm an alcoholic. After yeah, I well, I, to her. I know I am. <laughs> I haven't had anything to drink. I had. Well, I've cut back ninety five percent, like ninety seven percent. But you know what I find is that at night, I want sweets. Oh God! I just want something sweet. I you got to have some of her desserts. I oh, had a bite oh, of it. And I'm not. Fr- that is the most amazing. incredible cake. It's Thank my you. favorite. Like that white cake with the chocolate oh, frosting. You're so sweet so to ask Shane what I my did. favorite was. I did. I wanted to ask you what. Because that's what I do. I loved. But so that, I started baking when I got sober. Mm. Because I needed something to An do. An outlet, yeah. Yeah. And like with my hands and my creativity. And, you know, and then also, of course, I love to eat. But like, I like to watch. It's actually kind of weird. I like to watch people eat. I like to, I, I like to ma- make food, bake, cook. And watch them chew and be like, she's a feeder. Mm. I love it. Feeder. Yeah, feeder. She's a feeder. Yes. It's a sexual yep. thing. So feeder. It's sexual. Mm-hmm. It's Jewish. It's all these goddamn yep. things. I don't know what the hell it I is. I think I'm a feeder too. It's all of it. Yeah. You're a feeder and an eater. Yes. <laughs> You're the feeder and the feedy. <laughs> all right. Enough. Do you, um, being an addictive personality, yes. you, do you obsess and fixate? Like I obsess and fixate about my weight. Mm-hmm. I weigh myself two to four times a day. Wow. Yeah, that, that's you know that's a lot. Yeah. Do you think that the scale is really going to change dramatically yeah. in in that time? I mean, honestly, if it just even budges like half a pound, I'm happy. But you, so yeah, you just want to see it. Yeah. So I mean, you could take a shit and you can lose a half yeah. a pound. You know that, right? Or water pills. And then I'll weigh myself again. Oh, of course, mm-hmm. I, I've I do been it a there. lot, and I, I will like go even though I'm fully dressed. Yeah. Like I'll go and sometimes like middle of the day. Yeah. Take off my clothes, weigh and myself, see. put yes. my clothes back and on. That's why you're what? gone for so long. From yes. the it's so true. When, when I go on like diets or like whatever program, then I weigh myself a lot because I'm mm. like excited. I want to see the progress. Yes. But at this point at 54, I'm still over 200 pounds. I never lost the baby weight. And I've, it's not that I've accepted who I am. It's more like just be happy in your life. And if you don't like it, then fucking change it. Yeah. You know, it's up to me. I've done mm-hmm. it before. If I really wanted to do it, I know how. And I know I can. Are you happy in your skin? Like, do you feel like I don't ever, I'm not ever really, I don't know how you feel, Megan, but I'm never really 100% happy with my body. I don't know if you're that way. Yeah, no, I, I feel like that's rare. 
for it's people pretty rare to be 100% happy with their appearance. You know, I think it's always sort of that voice in your head. And well, I was I, telling you, Carney, I was mm-hmm. thinking about this morning, like, where does this stem from? My mother and my grandmother were obsessed with weight, weight. especially my grandmother. Yeah. And my grandmother was obsessed with everyone's weight yes. around her in addition to her own. And I feel like I, I picked that up because it was constant criticism. Constant. Was she thin? Sometimes. Sometimes. So when she, so she was, fluctuated. It, she fluctuated. And when she was heavy is when it was really critical. Oh, Like, because you could tell she didn't, she right. wasn't happy about herself. Projecting. So right. she Projecting. would criticize yep. everyone yes, else's yes. weight. Right. Oh, gosh. I, my, Where does your stem from? Oh, God. My mother used to wake me up and, like, give me Winchell's donuts at, like, three in the morning. Oh. But I, I, I remember, she was a feeder, too. Oh, God. I remember eating, like, cereal with my dad when we were, they were still married, like, at three in the morning. We, we would go and eat, like, um... <laughs> Raisin bran with half and half. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds so good. Oh, my God. It's cereal with half and half. Wow. Forget it. That Nothing sounds delicious. Nothing better. When no. I went to pavilions, I did go down that cereal aisle. Yeah. And I was looking at all those sugar cereals. I'm salivating. So good. I'm salivating. Yeah. I mean, I'm they look so salivating. good. The problem is I'll have three bowls. Cause, I, cause, I know. Because what I like to do is I pour the milk on, yeah. then I eat all the cereal, and then there's still the really sweet yes. milk, milk time underneath. To fill so it then up. I put more in. Time to fill it yep, up. And then I put more milk in, oh. and then eat it. Keep going. You preach it to the choir. I know. I love God. that cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, oh. God. Oh. I was looking at sugar corn pops. I was looking at mm-hmm. Fruit Loops. I was looking at Apple Jack. All, all of them. them. Captain I, Crunch. I, oh, love oh my Captain God! Crunch. Peanut butter Captain Crunch oh, is my honestly. I don't know. Sex or that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I swear. I don't know. Same. Don't know. Same. Uh, really? Yeah. I think I might take the Captain, the Captain Crunch. Crunch. Yeah. Too. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I love Captain Crunch. Oh. Oh. Did you do gastric bypass at one point? I did, and then uh, I lost 160 wow. pounds. Wow. That's so. I like became a totally new person I didn't recognize, and that was very scary. Cause like my body moved too fast and my head couldn't catch up, and I and I was like looking. I used to like look at old pictures of me when I was like three hundred and ten pounds, and I used to cry and be like, "Where did she go?" And I you know went to my therapist, and he's like, "You're just grieving your old self, I guess." And just you got to let her go, and and I did. When a therapist says, "I guess," I guess uh, I, maybe get a new therapist. I guess. <laughs> I guess this is what's happening. But he, but he was so great, and you know, so he's, cute. He's on my back. Great therapist, and just you know so we've handsome. done some hypnotherapy. It's it's been effective, but he's seen me at since nineteen. He's seen me balloon up. He's seen me lose weight. He's seen me get sober. You know, and do you and, have to have the lap band? Is that the so I put the lap? So I gained weight, and then I I had my kids, and then I decided to put a lap band over the bypass. It's called band over bypass, Ooh. and uh, it just kind of because well for me it was like a physical thing. It was like a an an, an anatomical thing. Mm-hmm. My little opening. Like, here's your stomach, right? It's a little round stomach. Yeah, yeah. And there's an opening that goes into your, you know, th- through where the food. Well, mine was stretched so far, the food would go through, and I wouldn't have satiety. I wasn't, like, I wasn't uh, full. Yeah. And so they were like, well, we could put a band over the bypass. It'll limit the size of your stomach, your little stomach you already have right now. And I did lose weight, but, you know, it's like the same old thing. Were you full just after a couple bites? Yeah. But it doesn't matter because if you snack all day, calories in versus calories out. It's mm. like a science. It really is. Calories there's no in, magic pill. There's no magic mm-hmm. pill. But I still work hard at it. I still try. But for me, it's like quesadillas at 11 p.m. That's, that's my downfall. Mm. I'll go and make a big piece of like sourdough toast, extra crispy with, with like 5,000, excuse me, pounds of butter. And that's my snack. Mm-hmm. And I love sourdough bread. What we do, Megan and I, is we go to bed real early so mm-hmm. we don't eat or drink. That's so smart. I went to bed like nine thirty last Me night. Me too. So smart. Me too. Fast asleep. That's that's a good mm-hmm. way to actually lose weight is and don't. not drink. 
don't eat. Yeah. Well, that's why you go to bed early. Right. Sometimes you go to bed at eight, right? Sometimes I go to bed at eight so that I don't drink alcohol. How do you fall asleep? Oh, God. I I just take a little pill. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) that's another story. You know, CBD is great. CBD. We we do that too. We do that. I do no THC. Like that's. I I do THC, CBD, melatonin. Oh, see, melatonin gives me nightmares. Yeah, Yeah. me too. Does it give you nightmares? Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. I, like John Mayer was trying to kill me in my last one. Oh, it wasn't I, good. Oh, even I though I love John Mayer, I love John Mayer. So hot, but John. he was my, a murderer and ready to kill me. In my, wow, that's what melatonin that's does to me. That's hot. <laughs> he could play a villain. I oh, could yeah. see that. So cute and so great. My cat has an eating disorder. Oh God, yeah. Patrick. He eats. He will binge breakfast and throw up after. I'm serious. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Aww, aww. I don't know really? what to do. He doesn't know when to stop eating. I, I don't know what to say about that. Can I get the Binging band over bird. the bypass, whatever, <laughs> for him? Cats he's scare so... me. I'm not a cat person. They scare me. No, he's a beautiful no, cat. They scare me. But he's he is gaining weight. I'm worried about his health. Well, my dog's 25 pounds overweight. Don't bring him to my house. I'm not I even say 25 that. pounds. Don't bring him to my house. <laughs> I don't want him having quesadillas at 11 p.m. No, or everything else under the sun. No, don't come to my house. Instant weight gain. You'll have the fattest cat on the planet. So tell me about these gourmet desserts that you've been making, because you do cheesecakes. Oh, you do. Tell me everything you do. Oh God, I just love to bake so much. Yeah, and I was thinking, well, what could be a great way to share love and great recipes? Just make little bites. And Love Bites, Love Bites by Carney has been through a lot. We're, we barely survived the pandemic. We had a bunch of crap happen, no pun intended. We had some E. coli sold to us, this cream with E. coli, and we had to just shut down operations. I was making a bunch of cheesecakes for a big uh, grocery chain that I can't say the name of, but we were making about two and a half million. Anyway, bottom line is we I make these great, great desserts that are bite-sized. Yeah. So like, because my thing is don't stop. Alcohol is the only thing I won't do at all. Yes. Everything else I can do a little. I just can't drink. But I can have little desserts. And that's the message. Like, I always want more. I'm like a pig like that. I want more, more, more. But desserts, if I just have a little bit. Yes. And then, and I go, you know what? I'm actually okay. I don't have to have the whole piece of cheesecake. And I can have the little one. But it better be goddamn good. If I'm going to have a little piece. Yeah. It can't be crap. It has to be good. I so. do sweets every day, but just one. Like, so yeah. I, get, I buy those Dove Minis. Yeah, love. And I'll just have one. Perfect. And that's it. I allow myself one a day. Because you, you were saying, like, I made you this cake, Jeff, but are you going to eat it? And I said, yes, I will have a small piece every day. That's all you need. It's just yeah. a little, a but few it's hard, the bites. self-control. It's very hard. Because you want to keep going. God, I remember when I used to get stoned, I just had the munchies. Oh, like, yeah. I just couldn't stop eating. Yeah. You know, it was like everything tasted so good. But now, you know. As you get older, it's like you can't taste anything. You you can't feel your pussy. It all it's all goes together. <laughs> oh, it all goes together. Sorry, Jeff. No, I just it's fine. I just didn't I didn't see that coming. <laughs> but I um, but you said that you did. Had... I just say that. What the... <laughs> That's like not. What's wrong with me? <laughs> I think it's you. It's this place. You are bringing it out of it's me. the environment. Well, I did want to ask you because you had posed for Playboy. Right. Speaking and... of posing, yeah. So... <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that kind of reminded me. So right, right, right. after the, the band over bypass, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you lost all this weight. You're yeah. super, super skinny. And then Ploy, Playboy comes to you and they want to do a story about you. They want you to be, uh, they yeah. want you to be in the magazine. Yeah. And you agree. It's a lot of money, big paycheck. And you agree. And then you were telling me some very interesting things about Playboy. I know, I know. Well, first of all, I said, well, you're asking me, I'm about to get my my boobs lifted. I'm getting a tummy tuck because I had some, you know, some loose skin in my belly. And, um. And, and she was like, okay, no worry, we'll wait for you. We'll wait for you. Just get your surgery and don't worry about that. And we'll, if you have a little scar, we'll just, you know, uh, airbrush it out. Turns out they airbrush everything from your fingernails to your hair to you. And apparently they, 
they said to me, we want, you know, bush, basically. Oh. We want you to pose, but we want you to, not just your breasts. We want full body. Wow. Okay. So I showed up. I was, this was drinking days. Never more drunk. Really? The photo shoot of Playboy. Oh, so it was you were a, so nervous. Oh, my God. It was a four-day. Well, first of all, they, they shove alcohol in your mouth when you walk in. What oh. do you want to drink? And they make you, make you drink. That's like Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. Loosen you up. Yeah. They loosen you up. Prime yep. you. So they prime you. Prime so the pump. real, you know, and I had a great photographer, Stephen Wada, gorgeous, gorgeous pictures. And they said, this is going to be like a fantasy fairy tale. They made corsets for me. They wanted it very classy. It wasn't like I was totally, it wasn't Hustler. You know what I mean? It wasn't right, like, right. you know, sp- spread, whatever. It right. was classy. And I said, well, I'll do it, but I, I, I'm doing it because I feel empowered now. Finally, I'm in this new shell and I'm trying to, trying to feel beautiful. Not that being overweight is not beautiful. It's that that's where I was in my life at the time. And it was new and it was exciting. And so it was empowering to a certain degree that I had overcome that. So I'm like, well, why not do it? And it was a great paycheck. And I thought one day, this is a great message. You know, you can overcome. If you have a goal to do anything, you can do it if you want. Yeah. Right. So you see the corsets. So like, so fresh, Good boobs. Look at the boobs. Real Gorgeous. good. Good boobs, and but you're, never felt but prettier. But since then, the implants have popped. Okay, wait. So I was ba- <laughs> I was so drunk. Okay. I, and they had a. St- it was a four day shoot. Six wow. hours. Six hours of hair and makeup. See the bottom left picture. So yeah. that's me at like three hundred, and I went up a little more. And then on the right was my smallest weight. Um, what bothers we just me, her. and I don't know if you, uh, is that you said that you you had like a Brazilian wax. So I had a little tiny strip. And all of a sudden, I look and they, and they have like a fucking forest. They put like all this hair in in the edit. In the edit, they added it. They what? added it. There's one picture That's in there bullshit. where they put so much hair. Did all I, that work? Waxing? Well, it hurts. Yeah, because yeah. I. But you know why? Because I said I don't want to see like excuse the. I'm saying excuse me, but lip. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right, right. Like me, I don't want to see curtains. I don't want to see anything. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see anything. But you like said that. they did something to your vagina. They did. They they made they made a new vagina basically. They made up their own vagina. So they didn't like your vagina? I, no. They just, they were trying to honor what I said. It's a I nice said. vagina, right? Well, of course. Yeah. Of course So why is. would they change your vagina? Because they, because I said to them, I don't want to see the actual vagina. I just want to see like maybe a little bit of hair. So and they then added just, a lot. So they, they just edited funky. So would you rather they have not added the hair and just showed no, more of the vagina? No, it's not that bad. But it was just, it was a different, it was like a weird triangle. I'm like, that's not my crotch. <laughs> you know, but you sign your rights away, right? Signed so they the do way, whatever they want. It's fine, and it was and and it was a tasteful piece. Yeah, and, you look great. And I always love those photos, you know. And I own all the photos. I have all of them. You know, the test shoot with Hugh approving everything. Do you have them on? Like, do you have them in your house? Like, displayed? Yeah, they're like those old fashioned little um. You know, Where do you put them? Dining room. Oh I yeah, so. oh yeah, no. right, right on the dining room table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, silly. They're like in a little drawer. Like, oh, got it. Okay, yeah. okay, that's good. Packed okay. away with all my other. Well, I do want to talk about your uh, popped implants. What yeah. happened to your implants? Did they both pop? Oh God, yeah. How? I just I went for an exam, you know, and then like I had like a bubble here, a bubble there, and it 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 was like an almost almost an emergency surgery. They 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 ruptured. Both of them. Both of them had a rupture in them. And I wanted them out anyway because they were, they were starting to get hard. And, and I just was, it would, I, I lay down to get like a massage or like I couldn't lay on my belly because it would like, they would hurt. And I just wanted them out. I yeah. felt like they were, this is like I had silicone and I didn't know if it was something traveling in my blood. Yes. You know, it's just, you got to be so careful. People get really sick. 
When you removed them, did you do a little lift? I did a mini lift. Yeah. And, um, but they were never, I mean, they never, before I had my boobs done the first time, I mean, I couldn't even see my fucking areolas. They were like tucked under. <laughs> I couldn't even see them. And then I, then I <laughs> got the implants, did the lift, and yeah. they were beautiful, you know, yeah. it's Playboy, right? And then, um, and then after they, they just kind of stayed nice and tear, tear up, you know, as long as they're facing up, I'm okay. But I have enough tissue right now because, you know, boobs are mainly fatty tissue. So I've got, I've got plenty of boobs right now. How do you stay so positive? Because I'm too scared to be negative. Yeah. Like I do walks every day and I try to like remind myself everything is going right. Yeah. And I'm just wondering because you're so like yeah. happy and up and positive. Yeah. And if there's any sort of advice you could give mm. to, you know, some of my negative listeners. <laughs> Shout out. There's a few of them. You know, everybody gets upset about things, you know, and I believe me, I, this is like the energy I want. I have to convince myself because deep down inside, I'm a six-year-old girl who didn't have a hands-on father, mm -hmm. who wanted Twinkies and a sucker thumb. Yeah. And some days I feel like that now. But I have two children that I have to be a positive role, mo role model uh, for. And my mom is responsible for it. She wakes up and sees the sun. She looks at trees and she says, look at what, what God made. Look at, look at this. Yeah. We have to stay positive because the more we think we're okay, we'll be okay. Mm. You know, important. I try to notice all the little things. Like even yeah. the weekend, we were. Yeah. I was like, "Look at that sunset, mm -hmm. love." I never, yes. never did that before. I could give a fuck. But now I'm like, <laughs> "Well, it's so pretty." But it helps. Jeff 2.0. But even if it's fleeting, if okay, yeah, just, if just it's fleeting. It's fleeting. That's okay. Yeah. Go on to the next. Okay, right. Carney Wilson, love you. I'm so glad you came today. Please so come glad. back anytime. And thank you so much for those desserts. You're welcome. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.